All right, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hit the Book, Season 3, Episode 26. Uh, we're going to go through a lot, of going, a lot of stuff going on in the NHL world, NBA, uh, college basketball, NFL wrapping up as we get into the MLB season here in a couple of weeks. A lot of stuff to get into until then, until March Madness in the MLB season. Uh, like I said, it's me, Ace, and Mackie this week. No Jesse. Jesse is still away in, for, uh, for work in Australia. Uh, doing all the work behind the scenes, but uh, not on the mic this week. So just us three. Ace, hand things off over to you before we get started. Uh, how are we doing? How are we feeling heading into this week? Yeah, I mean, hype for another week here. We got the NBA and NHL rolling. Well, NBA about to get rolling again. But NHL hot right now, coming off the press from the All-Star game break. Um, we've been doing well on our personal cards, too. We're going to look to get more plays out there. We got a couple of goal scorers out there tonight. First time of the season doing that. So hopefully the big dogs. Bedard and Matthews can get the job done. Had the first live stream that we're doing at 6 o'clock now, 5.30, sometimes before our Wednesday recording. So definitely tune into that. Some sick stuff going on there. But, uh, yeah, ready to get rolling another week here. Got MLB just around the corner, too, so that's pretty hype. Um, but, yeah, doing well in Rhode Island. Yeah, good to hear. Mackie, we'll hand things off over to you. How are things over in uh, New York? How are we feeling coming into this week? Yeah, not too bad. I uh, had a rough college basketball day yesterday, but we, you know, we've been we've been pretty solid and uh, looking to bounce back tonight. Other than that, yeah, the NHL is getting full in uh, in full swing uh, after the All Star break. Rangers on an eight zero or an eight game winning streak after the All Star break, so you love to see that. Both goalies playing really well. Um, just going down the stretch. NBA going to get back into it, but yeah, not much else going on. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get right into it. We'll start out with uh, our NHL segment. We're going to go over our power rankings, all that good stuff. Uh, you heard us kind of go through a pretty uh, kind of long-winded on the uh, live stream yesterday, if you're listening to us now. Uh, we'll go through the list, kind of what we got, who we like, kind of a quicker version. Um, but we'll start out. We had number five, the Colorado Avalanche. Number four, Aces Boston Bruins. Number three, Mackey's New York Rangers. Number two, Florida Panthers. And number one, the Vancouver Canucks. Like I said, we went through this. Uh, you guys have anything that you want to add? Florida's been on fire. Vancouver kind of stays at the top. They've been in that one and two slot uh, the past couple of weeks. Ace, I'll kind of hand things off over to you. Uh, you guys have been sitting there in that top five. Mackie, your team slid back up in there. Ace, let's hear what you have to say about the top five on our list. Yeah, I mean, if you heard us on the live stream, we were saying earlier, uh, Mackie's Rangers, my Bruins, his team's just hotter at the moment. We're right where we want to be. Florida Panthers surging kind of like they were in the playoffs last year to jump up into our rankings all the way up to two. Canucks still doing their thing. Avalanche are who we know who they are. But teams like the Jets getting bounced out. The Dallas Stars not been playing too great of hockey as late. I know the Stars have been running to some hot goaltenders. Um, I think the Leafs are starting to heat up a little bit too. They might be closing in on a spot there. Hurricanes always a good team. Vegas, eh, got to figure it out. Edmonton falling out too after that long win streak. But a good list there nonetheless, and we're starting to get in that point of the season where every game really starts to matter. Um, a lot of teams really catching up at the top, too, and no one really separating themselves too, too much yet. So good competition throughout. But, uh, Mac, you let me know what you think about the rankings. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you said. Obviously, we're both of our teams being right where we want to be. Um, Rangers just a bit hotter right now. But um, going to, coming down the stretch, I think we're both going to be comfortable going into the playoffs. Um, Panthers playing great hockey, obviously. Um, this team, we've seen what this team could do. President's Trophy winners two years ago, conference uh, or a Stanley Cup participants last year. Now they're on a nine-game heater to bring them in, in the top two team in the league right now in point in terms of points. So, um, uh, yeah, just other than that, um, 
Who do we have at five? The Avalanche. Avalanche, obviously, someone always to be scared of, but um, Canucks dog going for the MVP. Too. Uh, you got to look out for teams like the Oilers, the the, the Hurricanes, Maple Leafs, all city on the outside looking in. Bolts. Stars, yeah, uh, Bolts, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. But um, you yeah, think Vegas of, has any chance hockey. of getting back up towards that top? We had them all there. We had them there the first couple of weeks of the season. They've lost three of four. I'm um, looking at their schedule right now because this is a team that I definitely still have faith in heading into the playoffs. Uh, that kind of playoff style team that they built over there. They have a couple tough matchups coming up. Like I said, lost three of four. But uh, to start out March, they get Buffalo, uh, Columbus, a tough matchup against Vancouver, but it is in Vegas. Seattle, uh, Calgary, Detroit, they could definitely rattle off a couple of wins to start the month. Is that a team that either of you guys have faith in heading into the rest of the season? I, I, I love that stretch right there. I think they exactly. just have to get to the I, mean, I, think, I think that's I'm the stretch sh- where they'll get back on. Mackie, I'm, I'm right there with you. They just got to get in. Huff made some ah. great points. They're a playoff-built team. I'm not too worried about them. I don't think they'll crack her of top five during the regular season too much, but come playoff time, that's a team you don't want to play, especially if you have to go to Vegas as the home team. Yeah, you'd like to see them kind of turn the Jets on to, towards the end of the season to gain a little more momentum. But, I mean, they returned how many of those guys from that Stanley Cup winning team last year? They're still mm-hmm. built for a championship. Eden Hill's back, the, too. They still have the mentality. What'd you say? Eden, Eden Hill's Hill. back, too, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and they still have that mentality. So, I mean, that team's always one to be scared of. But, like, right now, no, I wouldn't be scared to play that team. But um, if you were to t- ask me that in two months, yeah, definitely. No matter yeah. no matter how the end of the season ends, uh, once playoff hockey comes around, you're gonna be, they're going to be a scary team to see. Yeah, and then the other one in the East, that Ace, I think it was me and you that have been saying for this for the past couple of weeks, is when is Carolina going to take that next step? Do you have faith in them to kind of get back up to that top? Yeah, I think they'll get back up to the power rankings. They're going to heat up. They might finish as high as one in the Metro, right? Um, but they'll probably sit around two, I think. Um, but they'll get back up in this ranking for sure. Too good not to. Their goaltending still worries me. I don't know. Is Freddie Anderson ever coming back? This guy's always on the table. But Kochekov playing well, the youngin. Um, They're so good at home, too. That's like... Yeah, I had them the, the, close out a parlay the other night. The There's, the I was going to say, exactly. They bring back that same team. It's With Carolina, it's, are they ever going to get past the Eastern Conference Finals? We kind of don't really expect much of them. They're going to win a playoff series. I mean, this year it's not, you know what I mean, as for, like, guaranteed, I guess you should say. There's a, the Easter's very tight, one through eight. I mean, I think any of these teams could win in the first round. A lot of them, I mean, you know, the top seeds are their top seeds for a reason, but I think if Carolina slips in in one of those middle packs and has to play a top series, but I don't see that happening. I think there's a, they're kind of similar to Vegas. They'll go on a stretch where they'll kind of solidify themselves as one of the top teams in the East. Right now, they sit in fourth in the East. Ahead of Toronto, that's another team that we've been high on the past couple of weeks. It's caught fire, but um, I, I definitely think that they're they're in the same kind of boat as the as Vegas. I think once they get there, it's a whole different game for a team like that. I mean, I mean right yeah, but like it's it's kind of the opposite in the, in their aspect. Like the Canes are always so good in the regular season, and they don't get it mm-hmm. done in the playoffs. So yeah, honestly, it's a team that I'm more scared of now than I would be in two months. But um, <laughs> Rangers are on an eight game heater right now, and I feel like we're just not even gaining gaining any steps on these on these Hurricanes. We're still right on our ass, four points back. Uh, if they win their if if they won their next game, which would make us the same games played, but. Um, I, again, I'm not scared of this team when it comes to playoff time because they really can't get over that hump. Well, first and second round, you can be afraid of them. Well, no, because the Rangers took care of them two years ago in the second round. Last year was the first time I think they've gotten past the second round. Or not no, last they, year. They won yeah, the last year. conference last finals year. a couple times. Not, I, de- it's definitely not like every year. No, no, no. no I no, think no, like no, two no. out of the last four, though. I don't think so. Yeah. They got swept both times. 
Because I, I know what Ace is talking it's about. They got, swept, they got swept they against, against the Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe it was four years ago then. But, I mean, I feel like they always lose in the second round. But, um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not, not scared of them, to be honest. Especially if you either, both of you finish in the 1-2 spot. You won't see them for a while anyways. Second round spot. That's where you want to see them. Yeah, but they're going to get, like right now, playoffs ended right now. They're playing the Flyers in the first round. You, I mean, you know what, though? I have it as a note here, but I'm going to call it out now. You know what? I don't know how much these rankings actually matter until that March 8th trade deadline comes. There's going to be so many big moves, and they're going to teeter-totter those top teams so much. The teams that are on the brink, it's going to bring some teams back to life that you thought were dead. Maybe someone like the, the Red Wings or like the Predators out west, Wild, something like that. Whoever makes Islanders, whoever makes a good move here, which always happens in the NHL because it's such a tough salary cap league. Um, that's how you see stars get moved around. But I'm eager to see what happens. I hope my Bruins can make a few moves. Got Mason Lowry back up, but need to make some big moves here. Defenseman and forward. I know Mackey's probably eyeing some guys as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you brought it up. Trade deadline March 8th. So that's coming up in uh, about a week, two weeks, I think that is. Where we round out the month of two February weeks, yeah. and then a week into March. Or a week into March. Um, but I, I did want to do something kind of new. We've done this in the past with uh, receivers. Mackie, did you want to? Did you bump that? No, it's all right. It's not, not right. really that important. Yeah. So we've done this in the past with kind of football players, receivers, quarterbacks. Uh, we'll, we can kind of stem into this each week if we want to do this. Kind of make this into something each week with with the NHL. Something we could do with the NBA as well. I just figured we'd start out. I saw a list of ESPN's top ten goalies of this year so far, head up to this point. I was going to kind of give you guys five goalies that are in the top five, blind rank them, or would you rather do uh, top ten, or is that going to take a little too long? Nah, do five, do five, do five. Okay. Five for sure. All right, I'll, I'll just kind of start. You guys know how it works. I'm going to name a goal. I'm going to name a name. You guys blind rank it one through five, and then uh, we'll kind of see where they all land. Oh, so we're doing they, it before we hear the We're doing it before, before we hear the list. Yeah. Before you hear the list. So we're doing – let, let me get this straight real quick. Let me get this straight. We're not doing – Every goalie in the NHL, we're doing out of the top ten goalies, you're taking five. Yes, gotcha. Okay, yeah. And I'm gonna Mackie make... and I are getting our own lists, or we're compiling one together. No, you guys. Or you know what? Your own list. Oh, okay. We each get our own list. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like this. All right, let's go. All right, we'll start out with Mackie's boy Igor Shesterkin. So wait, Mackie okay. Bears. Another question: When was this released? And like. <laughs> It was released four no, days just, ago. Just, all right, let's go. Ago. You're not trying to guess their list. I want to hear your list yeah, and how it make compares your, to Mackie, their list. make it. So all these guys are in the top five. Yeah. Basically. I might throw you one curveball right. that sits at six or seven. Wait, 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 wait. We've got to restart this. We've got to restart this. We gotta restart. Oh, all right, my just goodness. Goodness. first. Ace doesn't have any issues with this. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. One through Where five. Just Four. Oh, right. four. That's where I had him. Sorokin. Five. Two. Five. Would you say Ace? Two? Two. Okay. Halibuck. One. One. Demko. Two. Three. Alright, who's and my three? What, yeah, what do you have left, Ace? I have five. Vasilevsky. Yeah, fine. Uh, I got him at three. Okay, I like that. I like that list. Let's hear so it. So who's your list, Mackie? Let's, huh? Let's hear okay, your so list. Okay, so I got, I got uh, who do I got at one? I got Hellebuck at one, Demko at two, Vasilevsky at three, Shesterkin at four, Sorokin at five. 
Ace, what did you do? That's and Mac, you want to know something? I think your list is very accurate for career-wise and what I think of them as players. I took my list as this season. Like right now, who, go- who do I who do I think? I, I went Hellebuck, Sorokin, Demko, Igor, Vasilevsky. If we're going career-wise, Demko is not too. <laughs> no, not like career, not like career, but like I know he's in the season saying, yeah. and how, how you think they are actually. I'm talking about just like their play. This like I'm just looking at their play. And their statistics this year. Who who was uh let's hear let's hear it. Hellebuck, Sorokin, um, Demko, Shisterkin, Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky being on the IR to start the year really really throwing a wrench into my list for that ranking. Well he was uh, also in the default five. No, but you I would I would the initial list the actual five, list yeah. that the guy on ESPN yeah. released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go five to one. Mackie, you were pretty fucking close. Sorokin at five, Igor at four, Demko at three. Vasi at two and Halibuck at one. I know Puck, man. While we're on the topic, I'll go close. through. I got, I got three go, out of five. You, I felt like you when when I said Sorokin, you were you thought that was the curveball, and you were like, "Fuck, I gotta put someone at a two spot." Like I don't know. I is that no, no, not even that. I wasn't that? thinking about that. It's like Puck has L's. He's a lot of L's. Mackie immediately I was like Sorokin. Or I haven't looked at Sorokin. Before. Sorokin's got to be five. <laughs> I, yeah, I just couldn't. I wasn't putting Sorokin yeah. over Shesterkin. With, with I the thought way Sorokin was having a better season than Shesterkin, though. Shesterkin's not playing that bad. Everyone's got to stop acting like he's like has like an eight eight six zero. What are his stats though? What are his stats? He's though? over nine hundred. Yeah, but isn't Igor? Isn't Shesterkin? Yeah, he's. If we're going by uh, wins, I don't want to look by that. Do you guys want to try percentage. to? I'm not going to read the list off, but do you guys want to try to guess 6 through 10? Oh, fuck. Uh, Who do you think 6 would be? Andre, Andre, Andre 6. Andre 6. Andre 6. Is pretty good. Is this, just, is this just like a power ranking of skill, though? This is based on it's, what this guy... Ranking. This is, what, yeah, what is this the is one called? guy ranking it. It's what is the t- ranking called? Top no, NHL goalies through this season. Like this is straight off this guy's opinion. Up to this point in this season, he's saying that's yeah. the top five. I w- you yeah. would have Vasilevsky at two, really? I wouldn't. I don't think I would either. But I, I would put Demko at two. Yeah. I thought Soroka was having a better year than he is. So All right, so Matter you, you got a, you got Otter at six. Who's seven? Oh uh, fuck, man. Who would be Rossi? Rossi? But he hasn't played enough. Brosky. Ace. Yeah, like well, it's not Bobrovsky. No, Bobrovsky's surprisingly not in the top ten. What about What about Swayman? All right, Swayman's eight. Saros Wait, seven. That was so dumb. Eight. I don't know. Saros, Saros is good. Saros oh, at Sway. seven. Swayman at eight. Sway eight. Nine is Bobrovsky. That's what I was surprised about. I was surprised he wasn't a little is bit higher. Quick, is quick on? Is quick ten? No. No. All marks ten. That's crazy so that quick. they have two goalies and we don't. Well, we have the best goalie tandem. The guy just won the Vezina. We have the too. we have the best goalie tandem in the league this year. You have an old. You guys had it last year. That's, that's playing yes. well. Let, if you're saying Jonathan Quick is better than Linus Olmark, you're on. Crap. This season, he is a hundred percent. What are you saying? But he just won the Vezina. Like Jonathan Quick's washed. Who's your starting goalie, Ace? Swayman, though, but oh yeah, my, I don't he, know. the guy just won know. a Vezina. Why isn't he your starting goalie? It's a different. One season. just made the All Star game, and one just won the Vezina, Mackey. Okay, I'm what saying. What did your guys do in the last two years? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this year. Yeah, this year Swayman guys made the All Star yeah. game. Well, you guys, you guys have in the last two seasons a first round exit. Swayman, Swayman literally was just in the All Star game. Okay, that's what I'm, I'm I didn't saying. see a Rangers goal in the All Star. 
Shesterkin was in the All-Star game. Get your See, you're just talking uh, now. You're yeah, just chatting. Right. Yeah, you but still, Shesterkin's having a weak Shesterkin year. was in the All-Star that. game. Yeah, it's just off of his name, though. He's having a weak season. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You don't think That's he's crazy. having a weak season? We have 37 wins this year. He's not, no, okay, he's having... Do you think Shesterkin's playing well? You know what's crazy is that everyone's saying he's having such a bad season and his numbers Wait, aren't even that bad. Jonathan That's how Quick good over Shesterkin and Jonathan Quick is washed. Who just said who's putting Jonathan Quick over Shesterkin? Who? No, no, not over him. I'm just saying you're saying he's if Jonathan Quick shouldn't have to be that good if you have Igor, but that doesn't even he, make any sense that he shouldn't have to be that good. I don't think he should have to play this much as he is. Do you? Okay, I don't think Omar should have to play that much. Our team's different though. Like that guy just won a Vesna. Oh, like Quick's old. I don't know, man. Quick, quick is like a not. He's like third in the league. Like we have a really, we have a really you young one. We have a really like young. That. We have a really young one and a reigning Vesna. You have a Vesna for a few years ago, and then a really old guy who's <laughs> deemed kind of who's kind of written off. Vesna from a few years ago. Let's take Omar's last three years and let's take Shesterkin's last three years, and I'm taking Shesterkin every single time. Well, Omar's is more recent, though. I'm saying like that's why he gets a benefit of the doubt. I You're guess. You're making it seem like Shesterkin's washed. He just had a, a no, like no, a, no. I think Shesterkin should just be ago. doing better. I'm surprised Quick's getting that many looks. I, I, I wouldn't have. I'm surprised they even brought him in. I mean, it's working out. It's a good play. He started but the I, season nine. You see, you see, bit, you see, Bissonette and Whitney talking about people like. We're talking about moving Shesterkin too. Like that should never even be a discussion on the new. It, it's Rangers, insane, but the reason is because we started the season seventeen three and one, and Quick was nine zero and one. Obviously, if he's going to keep winning, you're going to keep playing that goalie. Shesterkin but there's no way he starts in the playoffs. Like I heard rumors of that. No way. I mean, I, I think he's going to get a game. Uh, he's not going to be the starting goalie, but he's like, the, the fact that you're able to just go to a separate goalie like that. No, I know, to, but see, I thought Shesterkin was like. The problem with you guys last year is that you guys didn't know. I mean, obviously, Omar won the Vezina. He was the starting goalie. But you guys wanted Swayman to be that starting goalie. And when it got to Game 7 and you really wanted to go with your guy, he wasn't ready for the opportunity. He was, hurt, too late. he was hurt, though. Well, he it was, was too hurt late. That you guys had so much going on. We know yeah. and Quick knows who our starting guy is so that if Quick goes into a game and he has to and he has to play a good game, he knows Shesterkin's getting the next game. He's our starting goalie. So we don't really have a problem there. And I think that's why you guys lost in the first round last year. You guys didn't really know. What well, he got hurt. Well, Omar got hurt in game five. They should have sat him once he got hurt because he wasn't playing game, up to his level. Ga- game seven was a, was, they were both healthy. It was a, it was a decision to play Swayman. But he wasn't, he wasn't like fully healthy. You know, when they released the, after the season, like what he was dealing with. Yeah. 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 But nobody is right. Nobody's well, ever. No, healthy. I mean, Swayman was. Yeah, but Swayman was. So they should have played him in game five. Yeah, I think. Well, see, that's the. No, but have- I'm just I'm just saying I thought I thought Shesterkin was on the trajectory to be like Vasilevsky level where you don't even need a backup or consider it. Well, I think Quick was just brought in for like that guy who like the old guy who was like trustworthy who would only mentor get him with the cops too. So many games, yeah. Like here's him. also here's also Wait. my thing. Shesterkin doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's gonna like wants to mentor a young goalie. I don't know if I'm kind of judging a book by its cover. That, I don't but, really. Like, I mean, he, I he's also a veteran in already. He's you're the not, kind. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm saying he's the kind of guy that you're better off having a veteran as his backup than some young kid because, like, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's gonna be given too many pointers. I don't know if I'm just making. You know what I mean? Like, brushing someone I the wrong way. I agree with you. Like, I agree with. I I don't know because they get quick be cheap guy, yeah, like. I that could be that's a straight you, off yeah. like shooting from the hip. Like he just doesn't seem like the kind Max, of guy that know, like how much is going to take well to the Rangers drafting a 21 year old goalie that could potentially take his job someday. Exactly. Vet men, $885,000. Yeah, you know fire. who else he signed for $885,000? Gustafsson. We spent the second best defenseman on our team this year. 
Chris Jury went crazy this offseason. I'm surprised Gustafson. I'm surprised Gustafson signed for that low. I was high on him when he got before he got dealt to Toronto last year at the deadline. Then he kind of fell off in their depth of defensive core and non-defensive hockey in Toronto. But going back to the quick thing, that's crazy that you were able to get him at that contract. And then he can play. He has the ability to play up to his level, and he's doing it behind a great team too. But uh, just just shocked me some of the rumors I heard. I guess that's what shell shocked me on Igor Shestorkin is all the rumors recently. I can't believe. Rangers fans would consider moving him and keeping quick to start in the playoffs. That, that doesn't make sense to me. That also wasn't Rangers fans. That was Biz who fucking hates the Rangers and it was on Twitter too. It was, it, was all, it was all over. It was all over sports media. Though. Only like a because lot. of them talking about it. I don't think I've hmm. never heard. That's one what Rangers it was spurred fan. by. You think though? I hundred percent. Because I've never heard that. I've never heard. To well, be reading all the comments and reading threads on stuff. Quick thirty eight, like, man. Like yeah, the influence retarded. that. The spit and chicklets guys have on word. trade rumors is pretty crazy because, like, you remember, it's I mean, main... I feel like they, they gained their respect the... whenever they busted the Mike Babcock news. Like, that that's when and they it, became the... like, okay, these guys have inside sources. So it's like when they say shit like that, I, that's more like, like Ace said, why are they saying, oh, go trade your franchise goalie that just won a Vesna yeah. what, two years ago? That's a little, yeah. you know what I mean? But like Matt, to Mackey's point, Biz always does chirp that's the Rangers. Rangers fans, he hates the fucking Rangers. So I think that's more of a, I'll try to be as serious as possible, but and like this is more for clicks and clicks and comments. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Witt Wit just right, talks like it. in the moment. Like he doesn't, he thinks of like about like last night, whatever happened last night. That's hmm. like how it's going. But um, Shisirkin just had a 41 save. In, incredible performance. Yeah, I, I expect him watched. to get back to form too. Huff, did you watch that? You obviously watched Winter Classic. None of the, I mean, the second one was terrible, but other than that, the rest of the goals were almost like impossible to see. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's getting like lit up, like he's giving up bad goals. I don't know. I, did, I actually I, I didn't scoring. see. Just high, high scoring. You expect different numbers, I guess, from. Yeah, yeah you're, right. I, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I didn't see the Devils Flyers game at all. I forget where I was at. I didn't watch that game at all, but the Rangers game, I did have the Rangers in that one. Um, I didn't see the, any of the Islanders goals, dude. I wa- I turned off my TV upstairs. I was They're like, all right, I'm gonna go watch this in the basement, dude. I turned the TV back on. It was it was one nothing Rangers when I turned it off. I probably stopped watching for eight minutes. I go back downstairs. It's three one. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, they scored the second one. I look at the ESPN app and like the time tracker of all the goals. I'm like, damn, they just went bang, 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 and like fuck. Barzell, like, Barzell buried one. I think that guy's been hot. He's actually good. He's the only guy on the island. He's I good. Think is good. Besides Sorokin. I do like Barzell a lot. I, I will say that I've I've been a fan of his. I just hate the Islanders as a franchise. Bruins missed on him in that draft where we had three picks, like 14, 15, 17. The best player we got was Jake DeBrusque, I think. Damn, could you imagine Barzell was on your team instead of DeBrusque? Chabot, Barzell, the names just keep going on and on and on. Yeah. But I don't do? even follow. Like I really don't even follow the NHL. NHL. Uh, the only drafts I like care to follow are the NFL and the NBA because the only guys you're going to see the next year. First round. Unless of the MLB. NHL. Yeah. I NHL, think first, NHL. first round of MLB NHL. First round. That's NHL. No, because NHL you only get like four out of the top ten guys that are playing the league in the first year. You really don't get any more than that. Well, I feel like it's getting better though now, and they're all starting to come sooner because the league softened up a bit too. And college hockey really jumping off like a lot. College hockey's gotten so much better. They're so much more pro ready. That's the thing. U.S. player, no, because they're not because they're they get drafted when they're eighteen. They haven't even played college yet. So U.S. a lot of U.S. players are getting drafted in the top ten now, and they all at least want to play a year of college. Besides Jack Hughes, I mean, you even saw like Trevor Zegers, who was drafted like seventh. Owen Power. Um, He wanted to go play a year at BU. Light it the fuck up. And then he went to go play, obviously wanted to go play in the NHL after that. But um, 
most of these guys want to go play a year of college hockey. Because you, you think know, Macklin yeah. Celebrini is going to get go right into the league after his first year in college? I oh know he's yeah, because 17. he got his, he got his taste of college early, but um, he's gonna he's seventeen. Well, he yeah. started at seventeen, or is he still? Nah, I don't know if he is, but he he has a late birthday, so he was able. He his draft year is next year, so yeah. um, he was able to get a year of college in. Like he's, he's like probably, unanimous he's one, right? He's definitely eighteen now, but yeah, he is. Yeah, unanimous, unanimous one, one. Unanimous sure. one. He's not Bedard good, but he's he's unanimous one. He's probably like, um, who was the year? Who got picked first overall the year before Bedard? Was that Sladislavski from? Montreal. Oh, you're you're Owen Power or Owen Power maybe. Owen Power went. Yeah. What I thought. He went to Buffalo two years ago. He's probably like yeah. a Jack Hughes, honestly. Rasmus Dahlin, yeah. Owen Power, guys like that. He's like yeah. a Jack Hughes because he's better. He's better than like a like he's bigger prospect than like a Lafreniere. Even the Lafreniere. Remember when the, remember when the Oilers were picking first overall all those years before they got McDavid? Some of the guys they took first yeah. overall like Nail Yakupov. Nail oh. Yakupov. Dude, there's yeah, so many more pretty, good uh, American players now. Like that development team too. It's it's great to see. Yeah. Damn, I, I will definitely have hockey to. East. We'll definitely have to consider stuff. this. We'll definitely have to keep doing this in the NHL because I I didn't expect that to to, to spark such a good debate with, <laughs> with goalies. You guys went in for like ten minutes. That was, that was great. The good thing is we know a lot about the NHL he, too, so like yeah. we got to keep that going off good segment. That's and also and why Ace I wanted to start with goalies because Mackie gets so defensive. <laughs> just starting so fast. <laughs> And we have the we obviously have the best two goalie tandem in the league, so it was an easy thing I to go at us for. Yeah, ours has just All been right. together longer too, so I'll take the win on that. I'm sick of hearing about it. Just move on. <laughs> All right, we'll jump over into the NBA. I kind of already alluded to this. Fans, reporters, analysts, everyone was basically everyone was not happy with the result of the 2024 NBA All Star Game uh, in Indianapolis. As uh, the NBA went back to the East and West format, where the East won the game 211 to 186. Uh, being the first team to score over 200 points in an all-star game. Um, I was kind of thinking about this throughout the day. I heard a couple of other shows, ESPN, a lot of the big uh, media companies are all looking at this. What do you think the NBA can do to make the all-star game competitive again? Uh, or do you kind of see them taking the route that the NFL did and just totally wave the white flag? The, you know, we tried, we can't do anything and just kind of make it You know what they should do? You know what they should fucking do? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But they should literally do what the NHL did and just shrink it. The NHL did mini games where it's like three on three now. They should do like half court, like three on three or something like that, and make take back line something like that, like something that's more competitive. Like they they'll go at it in that. Like you see these runs with these guys, like in like private gyms where these guys go at it. It's just pure hooping. Like you get three guys. Like say you get like Giannis, Curry, and LeBron or something like that. Like how sick would that be for like a three v three tournament? Jokic, uh, Doncic, and. Jokic, Doncic, like, and like shy or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's so sick. That'd be cool. I, I do like, like Adam the Silver. Also, I, Adam I Silver hit the nail on the head with with the uh, in season tournament. You know how much that that uh that boosted ratings and these people like wanting to play in these regular season games. He needs to figure out something like this, like the NHL. But like people were saying, I think it's, point- it's just it's just got to be make it the the finals. Home court goes to the East or West in the finals, like the MLB. That's the best thing they do for it, and it's massive, especially in the NBA. Home court advantage is, is insane. Like the one right. thing that a lot of people are saying is, oh, the in-season tournament was so successful because everyone got an extra five hundred thousand that won. It's like, and then someone made the point: these guys that are playing in the All-Star game could give a flying fuck less about five hundred thousand dollars. Like, yeah, you Damian Lillard making thirty-eight million a year, LeBron forty-five million. Like, you these guys aren't batting an eye over five hundred thousand dollars. Like the in-season tournament, the reason that worked was 
the Pacers made the, the final, which players. is exactly what the NBA wanted, was a team like the Pacers to go far where three guys on the whole roster are making over $10 million, And there was, I think I saw seven guys making less than $4 million. It's like some of these guys are making back 15% of their salary just to win a game. Like that's motivation. Exact, yeah, that's enough motivation for them to go out and win. And that's why the Pacers did what they did. Obviously, the Lakers won it. But people are like, oh, just throw a hundred grand prize for each player. It's like, dude, you're not going to see any difference if you add a money value to the All-Star game unless it's a million dollars a player. It's, it's got it's to be championship incentive because all those guys are ring chasing too. I think that's the best way to do it. I like Mackie's idea. Though. That's pretty cool. I think their All-Star weekend is actually pretty cool, though. I liked how they had the G League team um, play out too. Those guys were grinding. The celebrity game, obviously not too high on that. But that's a good thing to do. Um, probably more for the in-person event rather than TV event. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that they brought in the WNBA sharpshooter to go against Kari. That was pretty cool. She shot from deep, too. She shot from the NBA three-point line. The dunk contest, still pretty fun to see, even though it's not as creative as it used to be in my opinion. All they do is jump over people now. Um, it's jump over the most then, famous celebrity that's in the front row. Yeah, Find Shaq. Find Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Literally. The guy that owns Prime with um, Logan Paul. Okay, Yeah. Yeah, they jumped over him for the dunk. I mean, that's that's all right. But the three-point competition, love to see that. Um, and then, like, the Rising Stars games, other things like that, too. Um, I saw some people saying they could do a USA versus World type of game. I that saw that, a yeah. Get, get, make it a little more personal. I think, personally, just you got to make it for the finals, and then that actually gets people playing your in-season tournament uh, All-Star game. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I was thinking about it too. It's just there like, that that's why the MLB like the MLB is the one All Star game where it, I mean it's slowed down. Guys don't care. You can you tell don't it's get an All Star game. In the MLB, so you can try hard. The only thing you exactly. don't try hard on is running the bases. And there's a reason that they switch pitchers every inning because they want guys throwing nine to fifteen pitches, and it's like okay, I'm done. Thanks. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. there's a reason we brought two full their best staffs off. pitchers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do because there's a lot of people saying they should just do what the NFL did and just say fuck it, we're going to play dodgeball for a weekend. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> awful. flag football, oof, brutal. But like, I also think the reason it's that hard works with in the NFL and not it's... why it wouldn't work with the NBA is because it's in the middle of the season. If you have Kevin Durant or Anthony Edwards playing dodgeball and tears his ACL, done, <laughs> done, done. Like yeah. that's that'll be the last time you ever see that. You know what I mean? It's also hard with the NFL because like. Players that don't want to try, like you gotta hit. Like you, there's no way around at the NFL without yeah. hitting. And like if you if you don't want players getting hurt, then you can't really play the game to the full force. The NHL, you could still play the game to the full force without throwing the body around. It's like obviously you're not gonna be like it's not ball, it's just hockey, ball, but, but you can play good hockey without throwing the body around. Yeah. The NBA these guys three. also like you can't really like. I guess they could, but like they 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 fucking they roll a knee or something like that. They're out for the season. Like they can't be going balls to the wall either. But yeah, I don't know. All- this, this, the whole great. all-star game thing is—it's just so hard with like, yeah, uh, with with like how people go about it. And like you saw Anthony Edwards say, like nobody wants to come here and try. Like that's the entire NBA. Nobody had like every single one of them have the same exact mindset with that. Do you see him shoot lefty in the skills competition? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do you see he, like that? He just like, likes being like the villain. He just likes being the villain. Shit, like, he just likes pissing people off. I will say he is one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. And I, my dumbass, I was sitting over my cousins. We took that team Pacers to win that skills competition just because last year the team Jazz won it. I'm like, they love when the home team win the this shit. Team. They put them in it for a reason. So I was like, all right, we took the Pacers team. And I, my cousin was like, dude, the one team is Wemby, Ant Edwards, and Paolo. He's like, one. it's all the number one picks. Like, let's take them. I'm like, 
damn like all right yeah now i was like full i was in on it i was like okay let's just do the pacers i i I don't want to involve with the rest of it i think it's rigged so then thank god i did that and then next thing you know i see on twitter anthony edwards is shooting lefty hitting the glass from the corner i'm like dude if i had money on this mgm would be getting the strongest email in the world i'd be like at least give me a free bet back this is bullshit People have two hundred dollars in the line. This guy comes out shooting lefty hit in the side of the backboard twice in a row. I'd be like throwing shit at my TV. <laughs> like, could you imagine Connor McDavid showing up to the All Star game and being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do the skills competition right handed." No, some guys yeah. weren't trying in the skills competition. Nikita Kucherov, if you saw any of his highlights, people weren't too amused with that. But everybody, well, Nikita is Nikita. But like, I feel like some of the guys, like if they messed up once or twice, they knew they weren't gonna win, so they just kind of fucked around. They just, a fu- more, yeah, they just like, fuck around. Yeah, if they were hit, like if they hit the first two co- corners, like in the corner competition, they were trying hard for sure. Yeah, that 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 was what I had to say about Edwards saying he was shooting. We gotta we gotta see. They gotta do something. I'm eager to see if they do anything, but yeah. I hope they do. Absolutely. Uh, we'll jump over to the NFL. Two quick headlines. Uh, my Steelers, again, keeping their name in the quarterback conversation uh, through the early parts of the offseason. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Justin Fields coming to the Steelers, looking like that is not as realistic as we said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, DraftKings currently has the Steelers as a two, minus 250 favorite now to land Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm curious what you guys think. I'm going to say yes. He's my favorite non-Steeler of all time coming to my team. I'm fully bought in on this idea. This is kind of my football fandom full circle coming to to reality if it does um i'm going to be majorly let down if this doesn't happen because i never thought it would be this realistic but like coming from someone that's not me a biased russell wilson fan that defended defended the denver broncos for the past two years and a delusional Steeler fan i actually am like genuinely curious what you think the steelers look like with russell wilson under center a start with you Oh, I, I like him a lot more than Kenny. I personally would have given him Kenny Pickett one more run, but that's all right. He'll be in back. What? He's under the what? contract. <laughs> you, what? Are you crazy? I'm laughing, Mackie, not, I'm laughing at Mackie, not you saying that. I'm Mackie. You just saw the one more run. You just saw the one more run with Mac Jones, and how'd that go? You're not going to run Not very well, Kenny. yeah. Not very well, but he's in a better situation, I think. He has a lot more playmakers around him. And it was his sophomore season, I I, I, w- I personally would have. I don't know if I'd spend that much money on Russell Wilson. I'm not too high on him anymore. You're going to have to pay a lot more. You could put other pieces on that team, I think. Maybe keep building that defense a little bit more. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm not. I think Russell Wilson maybe helps them stay in the playoffs because uh, they're in the playoff contention, you know, in the bubble. But I don't think it teeters them too much. They're not winning here's a Super the, Bowl with them. Here's the thing. Steelers just got to the playoffs. Didn't really have a chance of winning a playoff game. This move, in my opinion, Gives them a chance to win one, maybe two playoff games. I don't think it makes them a contender whatsoever. That's Russell Wilson at his best from Denver, though. From Denver, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I he's I, only gonna get worse too. He keeps getting older. He's getting older. I mean, look at what they've done with shit quarterback after shit quarterback. I mean, they had, I forget who it was because I forget it's it's someone different every week. But I, no, I know. But Mitch Trubisky started that playoff game. Like I'd get someone else on the market then, or draft someone. I wouldn't go with Russell Wilson. I personally wouldn't spend the money on the aging Russell Wilson. I don't think he's the missing piece for a Super Bowl or a few playoff wins. Because the only thing, the only thing I saw, but he can't get better than that. Huff, where like real realistically, without being biased, even though I know that's impossible with you Yinzers, but where do you think you go this year with Russell Wilson? All right, so we made the playoffs last year with Mason Rudolph down the stretch and uh, majority season of Kenny Pickett. Trubisky came in and blew two games. 
If you get a healthy Russell Wilson, way. go. Put it this way. You made the playoffs with zero chance of winning a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because TJ Watt was out. No, they 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 didn't really. I mean, they were we going in the Buffalo. Yeah, I know. I, I I yeah, I know what you mean. But we didn't have a chance in that game. That that so that was Buffalo's game to lose. I think if we have Russell Wilson in that game, specifically that game, TJ Watt and Russell Wilson in that game, I think we're a. F- it's hard to say. You still points. lose. I think you have a chance. We we lose, but we still have a chance. You lose because it's in Buffalo, but you're not in that situation. That team I don't know. Is that team, you know you think, you I agree. think Russell Wilson will stay healthy in the AFC North too. That's a I also problem. don't. I also don't think we'd be a seven seed with him. I think you can get that extra seed because you'd get two or three more wins with not having Pickett, Trubisky, and you Rudolph. think it's worth it to spend the money on Russell Wilson while the Ravens and the Browns are in their prime right now, and the Bengals are going to get really good when Joe Burrow's healthy again. You would spend money on the old quarterback rather than get someone there's, younger or draft someone to develop. And who do you get on that team? There's who do you not get? much. Money. The playoffs. They don't have a high draft pick. It's the problem with the, with the with the Steelers that they keep making the playoffs with these shitty ass teams and they can't they can't. You'd take build Michael Penix or have, Russell Wilson. The seventeenth pick. What'd you say? Michael Penix or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. He's won a Super Bowl with a good defense. You got to think like if he comes he into a system a Super Bowl that, a decade ago, he eleven years ago he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a good point, Mackie. That's a long time. When's Dak Prescott won well, one? I'm not saying that. I'm Huff, not. You made Huff mad. You came at Russell. I'm Wilson. not shitting on it. I'm just saying, it, it was a different time. He's played on two separate. I, okay, not. And he's separate. a play call away from being a two-time champion if his head coach wasn't a fucking dumbass. Huff, here's another tough Ten thing. Years how, lo- ago. how long? How long of a contract do you give Russell Wilson? Two years. And, and you know De- just so you know, if Denver, if Denver it cuts him, a while they, to get acclimated. Steelers don't. It took him a while to get acclimated in Denver. It took him a full season, a season and a half almost, to get acclimated in Denver. Yeah, but that was also to go with Nathaniel Hackett as head coach. No, I know. I get that. I get that. But you're going into probably the well, definitely the best coach in the league right now. With good weapons, with, I agree. But I would spend my money elsewhere personally. I think he's going to cost a pretty penny. See, I don't think – I think I you can get him on a two-year deal for like 20, $22 million. If you get him for the price, I don't think the Steelers are in the in the, I would in go the young. Right situation. The rest of the team's young. What quarterback can you put into that? What what quarterback in this draft can you put into that team right now to succeed? I don't think one of them. You'd, I'd have to look at. It. I'd have to look I at. It. But there's other there's other free agents too. Team. There's other free agents too. Who who else we, would you go for besides Russell Wilson right now? Because the only other realistic, Justin, I don't think, I don't think Russell Wilson would be away. your best bet. Justin Fields would be your best bet in my opinion. Maybe yeah. I just wouldn't go for Russell Wilson in general. Like I personally wouldn't look for him. I don't think there's many teams that he's going to take to a Super Bowl that are in the fight to get him. But I guess if you can get him for a good deal, maybe why not? It's not a bad deal, but it doesn't change the the big difference on the season or your future. See, I, I think, think he's only going to get worse. I don't think he gets better than last I year. I think I think if the Steelers can get to the playoffs. And Russell Wilson is playing decent. He just has to be a game manager in those games with that defense. How I mean, old he's is got he now? Points up on the board. Thirty. We've seen worse teams than, than this Steelers team with the Russell Wilson quarterback win a Super Bowl. You see, the, the, the Giants were nine and seven, and be a seventeen and eighteen and zero Patriots team. You've seen teams go on runs like this 35. because of their defense. Dude, there was a stretch. There was a stretch last he's year. Thirty-five last turning thirty-six. Season. Let me remind you that thirty-five turning thirty-six. What did I say? Thirty-four. Okay, yeah. So there, there was a stretch last season where he was. A serious thought for not only MVP, but people thought the Broncos were going to make a run in the playoffs. But he also started one, off what, like zero and four, one and he four. He was one and five. He he got the six and five, and then everyone was like, "Whoa, he has better numbers than Mahomes. Maybe he should be an MVP." And then obviously 
the Broncos did what the Broncos did. But he yeah. did have a, a numbers wise. Well, it he also had a good doesn't. Season. It also didn't help when Sean Payton totally fucking slaughtered his name whenever he said, "We're going to cut you if you don't redo this." Made Russ look bad when he said, "I'm not redoing my contract in Week 15," which. It's a contract. We're not redoing it until like talk to me in three weeks when the season's over. We're not making the playoffs. That was just a bad move for for Sean Payton for Russ. That was a bad situation for everyone in Denver. I think from there on it was like I'm out of here. Sean Payton and Russ. Now I don't think ever got along. Here's my take. I just thought of this. There's only one difference between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Broncos is the coach, and you could say it's very important. But let's look at this for a second. Russell Wilson going to Denver. You had really good young weapons on the outside. High sided prospect. You had a good young running back. You had a great defense, and he did nothing with it. And now you have they the didn't same have a exact situation. The he Denver the Broncos, two years when they joined the league, he, they have one of the top five defenses in the Be- league. Before the season, they were supposed to 100%, but that team absolutely shit the I'm bed. Saying when he went there, though, well. when he, I'm saying when he but went that, there, though. I'm saying when he went there. That's what he's going to be walking into with the Steelers, well. too. It did two years ago, even when they were bad. We also have something Denver didn't have, and that's a functioning offensive line now. The Steelers the past five years haven't had an offensive line. The past three years, they've built this offensive line to a point where now we have Broderick Jones coming into a second year. You bring in C. Amalu last year, who had a hell of a season, got hurt at one point, missed a game, had a great season. They're going to draft the center this year. That's, I mean, what I'm understanding. I don't think Mason Cole's a long-term answer there. They moved on from Chooks. Our first two draft picks this year are offensive line. Like, we're going to have one of those young offensive lines that in two years is going to be, That's very, if you keep yeah. it together, it's yeah, one of the best big. in the league. Yeah. But I, I, I just, I just don't will. see Russell Wilson getting better. I see regression. He's turning 36 in the early part of this season, and you put him on a two-year deal. I don't think he's the answer. I don't think he gets you any further than you went this year. I, th- I think he can get you an extra game. And he's going against one I of the best defenses, I think, defensive I think... divisions in the league. I don't think you're going for a Super Bowl with a move with going getting Russell Wilson. If they get Russell Wilson, where do they finish in that division next year? I still think for me. That division, they can finish first. They can finish fourth with every team in that division. I, I mean, any team in that division, I, it could go anywhere. Will they go further I than think they, they did this year? They could finish first or fourth. Huff, Huff, I think that they can get an extra us. game. I don't think that they can win a deep playoff game. Who is the third seed in the playoffs this year? Who's the third seed? Chiefs. Chiefs. Who is the Chiefs? Yeah. All right, so if we slide up one, we go to Kansas City, we'd lose that game. You, If you can get, yeah, you can manage a five seed or a six seed. Kansas City, I think they'll be higher. I mean, that was a fall-off year for them. Not a lot of people thought they were going to get it done. They get to the if third. The Steelers, there, was no Bengals. there was no Bengals last year. They died. If the they Steelers died. want a chance, they have to win their division. You're not going to go in as a wild card with you that. Need team you, need you need a home play. You need a home play. Dude, this is, this, is, this is all I'm saying. It's a lot of money to spend to net go. To not go much further, I don't think they. I think they don't go as far as they did this year. I don't even think they make the playoffs. I don't. I just. I just don't think you can do another year of Kenny Pickett and waste. You got to try with TJ. Would you Watt. go somewhere I mean, else though, Mackie? Would you invest year. in the in the aging Russell Wilson? That's I would go to in. Justin Fields. I would do anything to get Justin Fields for that Steelers team right now. It's your best chance at winning anything. I mean, obviously you... he hasn't won yet, and he hasn't proved that. But if you want to do anything with that Steelers team, Russell Wilson is not going to get it there. You need a player like Justin Fields who's either going to be a jackpot hit or he's going to be a loss, and you're going to have to deal with that. You're not going to go anywhere with Kenny Pickett, and I don't really think you're going to get very far with Russell Wilson either. That's why I wouldn't spend the money. What's going on, everybody? Jesse from Hit the Books here. I want to tell you a little bit about Zencaster. We use Zencaster because it's the best solution for us to record our episodes each week with four of us in different locations. Coordination is hard, and Zencaster makes that easy. Like I said, it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Just log in with your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. 
record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster's an all-in-one platform. If you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create a podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major destinations. If you're interested, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code HITTHEBOOKS and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same experience, easy experience we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Make sure to use our link in the description below or our offer code hit the books at Zencaster.com slash pricing for 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. And then, yeah, today, so today with what Justin, what I was going to bring up with Justin Fields, he was on uh, the St. Brown's, Amon Ra and his brother have a podcast and he was on there today. Uh, He said, if it was up to me, I'd stay in Chicago. I love the city. And then he added at the end, it's a business. I have no control over what happens. So whatever happens, happens. Uh, And then they were asking him straight up, like, they just straight up asking him, asking him about the Atlanta Falcons. He's still a bear, still a Chicago bear, just said he wants to stay in Chicago. And he goes, yeah, you know, they have weapons like, you know, Bijan, my boy Bijan's down there, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. He goes, we would have to get another receiver, but I think that's an enticing offense for me to go to. Yeah, that'd be he has his eyes set on Atlanta. That would be electric, though. That's crazy. That. Yeah, too bad he doesn't really have much say in any of this. They have to, no. they have to figure it all out within the organization. I'd take okay. Caleb Williams I think, if I'm the Bears. I think he's checked out. I think he's checked out of Chicago. If I'm Atlanta, you're giving up whatever you can. This guy wants to play there. Give him their second. Give him their fifth. You're at the Atlanta Falcons. You haven't had a quarterback since Matt Ryan. Are you doing all that for a team like Atlanta? For a team like Atlanta, today's today's NFL. Atlanta has a high. Don't they have a high draft? Today's NFL QB landscape. I think it's worth it. I think that they can get a. I see. I think Atlanta is a team where you can draft a quarterback and you can just deal with that. I don't think going to Atlanta is the right thing for Justin Fields. I don't. Mackie, I don't think the he thing should go that, into a team like that that's underdeveloped. You were just in a or in a in a system that was underdeveloped, and you were looked at as the best player in the system. Now you're going to go to another shit. But he team won't be the best player in the there. system. Okay, he's going to be top two. Okay, Bijan, you have Bijan in the backfield. Other than that, Bijan Pitts in London. You're in an underdeveloped system with a first year head coach. That you're not going to succeed. You go to Pittsburgh, that's your best chance of succeeding. It's the weakest division in the league, though. Weakest division in the league, though. That's okay. Get the playoffs and lose first first round to the Cowboys or the Eagles. I don't know, though. A lot lot of talent hidden there. Defense is getting built up, too, over over the last couple of years. I think that's just setting him up for failure going down. Mackie, the the plan that I saw that people think Atlanta is going to go for is if they get Justin Fields, give them their second round and their fifth. I believe Atlanta has two second rounders this year. Eighth overall, they want to pick. I saw their thinking receiver, offensive line. If they don't go offensive line, that guy from Notre Dame, if he's still there, they're going to go Malik Neighbors from LSU and get that Those second receiver. Rome, Rome or uh, Rome Dunze. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how they're going to be able to get Justin Fields to hold on to that number eight pick either. Because Chicago, I, I, they, Mackie, they, Chicago Mackie, let me ask you this, though. What's a better pick? landing spot for Justin Fields, though? Pick a better landing spot than Atlanta for Justin Fields. Pittsburgh. I just I, I've explained that for the last. I, agree. I, think, he fit, yeah. I think he fits the Atlanta offense more though. 
I think it's setting him up for failure. And he's going to be another offense where he finds ways to put up, put up big plays, but they still lose the game 32 31. And he still ends up with a 6 and 10 record or a 7 and 9 record or if, 7 and 10, however many fucking games they You play think, this though? Year. Imagine Justin Fields getting chased around by Miles Garrett and uh, Patrick Cream rather than the, that weak NFC South. Well, he's got a better line in Pittsburgh. He's got a better defense in Pittsburgh. He's got probably better weapons, even if you. You just think it's Pickers. a good landing spot for anybody. That's just the most ready team outside of a QB is more so the take. Look on at that. that team who makes the playoffs year in and year out with the worst quarterback in the league. Do you think I mean, they're going to be better if, next year than they are this year, though? I don't know. If there's nobody other than Justin Field or Justin Fields to go in that situation, I don't know who. I mean, this is the quarterback who everyone says needs to get out of Chicago and go to a team to to show his what he can do. This team is ready for a quarterback like Justin Fields. I think you're saying, yeah, the team is more of a great landing spot for any QB. But I personally think the better fit would be with Atlanta. Here's the here's the other thing I wanted to ask. Do I you think, think it's wrong. a better? What do you think is a better chance? A since you said run it back with Pickett. If they don't mm-hmm. get Russ, one, I'll be just totally let down, like I said about 20 minutes ago. But <laughs> yeah. if they don't get Russ, the realistic option is we just signed Arthur Smith to be the offensive coordinator. They're going to bring in Tannehill to either be the starter or the backup. Do you think like you think that's a better option? I get someone younger. It's way less money. Younger. To your point, you said Russ isn't worth the money. You know you're getting Tannehill yeah. at maybe three million a year, four million a year. Yeah, that's cheap. It's not a bad like safety net, right? And he's worked Minshew, with Arthur Smith. What like, about a, what I, about I, a Gardner Minshew? I'm a Minshew fan, so like me and my cousin have always liked Minshew. I don't Come want on. him on my team. Mackie, it's the kind of thing where I like him. I don't want him on my team. You know what I mean? It's like Come Jameis on, Winston. Man, I love Jameis Winston. I don't. Want I would Jameis get someone Winston young though. Team. I would draft. I would draft one. Look at what this. Look at what the 49ers did with Brock Purdy. You're saying you can find someone in the first few rounds that you can you can find someone to fit your system that plays that kind of ball. That's what I would try and do if you're saying that no, the Steelers are that no. ready to be a good team. Don't act like the Niners drafted Brock Purdy to be that guy. They had Trey Lance drafted third overall. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying he fits into that spot. Like you can find someone that will perform in that spot for a lot cheaper, and you can spend your money elsewhere and bolster your roster in other ways. It's I, hard, I agree. You with, I agree with the point you're making because it's like if you spend all this money on Russell Wilson, there's a good chance that, like me being a fan, his ceiling is what it is. We know what he can do. What he did last year in that stretch where you just said they went from one and five to six and five. He was putting up MVP numbers. There's also a chance where he comes in and does what he did in Denver two years ago where Ace said it takes a little bit for things to start clicking. New offense, never worked with Arthur Smith before, a run-heavy offense, which and he's, he's friendly to. That's worked in Seattle, exactly. You said he's 35, turning 36 by the time the season starts. I do see the side where you could bring Tannehill in and almost expect the exact same thing. Yeah, and you could get other pieces, and you could keep no, other pieces, too. You, if you're you spending $2 million on two years, if you're signing for two years, you're going to lose some people from that defense that you talk so much about. and maybe I think either way, Tannehill or Russ, I think it's a good situation for Pickett to sit for a year and learn behind a guy that's been there, done that. If I got Tannehill or Russ, though, I would draft someone rather than cut Pickett. I'd cut Pickett to the curb at that point because then his contract will be done by the time he's ready to go. But then if he doesn't play, you can get him on you could, you know get him on a cheap deal. Be like, dude, you haven't done anything. Yeah, but no, he'd leave if he lost his starting job for sure. Uh, I don't pick, know. I think he'd be out. I think Mac Jones, if we bring in someone else, he's got to be out. Those guys got to be out. Yeah, but uh, do you think it'll be it interesting to see how it unfolds? Though to that point, like I don't think Kenny's played himself out of a starting spot yet. Like, do you think Mac Jones is getting another starting job in the NFL? Would you be like how? I wouldn't be shocked if Mac Jones was still the starter for the Patriots somehow. I wouldn't either. Doesn't that make you want to throw up? No. Just another wasted no. NFL season. 
Our our team was brutal. Our team was brutal. Huff, I, I just want to see what they Huff do. Huff is if, throwing up at Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett. Had yeah, but here's the, the thing: if Jones we get had. Mac Jones, if we if yeah, but if we if we bring if we bring back Mac Jones, that means we're probably getting Marvin Harrison. Well, what quarterback so. do you want to draft? Well, you have the third overall pick. Who do you want the Patriots? I to I would take any whichever third quarterback falls to us. I that's what I would do personally. I would draft whatever quarterback falls to you at three. I'd want. You're Jayden not going to be this high again. Yeah, well, I want Caleb Williams the most. Actually, I think he's he's the best one. Yeah, but yeah, that's the only one you don't have. Caleb Williams is not falling to third. Yeah, exactly. If if the Bears don't, that's the only one I want. So I don't care if it's Drake May or Jaden Daniels. I'll take either one. They can't be worse than Mac Jones. And if not, and you went with Marvin Harrison, or you traded down even and got like better old linemen. Like there's the tight end Brock Bowers. Like other, you just got to get a playmaker some on the offense. Here's a here's a trade example for you that you just said trade back. They could give Atlanta that third overall pick. Atlanta could go draft a quarterback. Give us your eighth and like a second rounder. That's an easy trade the Patriots would make 10 times out of 10. Yeah, you're not getting probably, Robert Harrison at eight. No, no, but you can get other guys. You can get the top of lineman in the draft, or you can get Brock Bowers. There's a lot of – you can get a skill player somewhere, like an impact player right now. They had no impact players on offense, the Patriots. You just got to get one. I don't care who it is. I, think, you gotta get I mean, like I said, good. like, do you feel like the Patriots are, quarter, are a quarterback away? No. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think this is the year you guys need to reach on a quarterback. Like, just because you have the third overall I pick, would, I would, mean... I would take a, I would take a quarterback at three though, because I, I think you can build around him. You have on that rookie deal for a few years, and they have a third most cap space in the league. Build around them, incentivizes people to come. And look at what CJ Stroud just did to a Texans team that was more than a QB away. See, yeah, I was thinking about it like, I was thinking about it more like in the route that I just said. If you try to trade back, and they can guaranteed sign. Uh, any free agent quarterback, Tannehill, Cousins, any of these guys no. to fill in a gap no year, I think you're better off. No, I'd go with the young quarterback right now. I think the right you, – you're restarting your whole franchise, essentially. you got new new coaches, new GMs everywhere. Get the young quarterback that's going to start with them and then build around – spend around it. They're going to spend around it. They're going to spend heavily this offseason. Um, I'm eager to see who they get. Gerard Mayo and Robert Kraft, both already came out and said that. And you know it's going to be a change from the Belichick era by seeing the Patriots open the checkbook big I, I think that's what's going to happen. And I think they're going to draft the quarterback, too. They care about their fan base, too. That's why they brought it. If 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 they did what you were talking about, veteran piecemeal and, like, build for future and keep the future good, they would have kept Belichick around. They were Gerard Mayo. They're going to make a splash this offseason and in the draft. Right. It'll be interesting right. to see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I didn't think about it like that, but I definitely see what you're saying. It's more the 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 way the teams do go about that. You get the new head coach. Bring in his quarterback, the guy that he wants to draft. Like, that's how yeah. it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And they spend the money. Like, they have so much money to spend. They haven't spent in the whole Belichick era. Belichick's the guy that's like, I'm not spending. So it's like, well, we're going to actually spend all this money. Belichick's like, let's trade this guy away for a sixth round pick. And then when he sucks for the Chargers, we'll bring him back for a seventh. Yep. Give me, and give me a comp pick while you did it. Too. Yeah, you know? exactly. Give me, a, give me a fifth round pick in three years is while you're at it. Yeah, he's just um, building a dynasty, right. but we got to wait. Yeah, so a lot a lot of NFL talk, free agency draft coming up in April. So uh, definitely going to stay in that world with all the NFL rumors where guys going, a lot of a what-ifs going on in the NFL right now. Uh, we'll move over to the MLB. Two quick, uh, two quick things in the MLB. Uh, big talk in the MLB the past couple of weeks has been expansion and their plan to try to add two teams to the league in the next coming years. I've seen Nashville is probably considered the top destination to kind of be almost guaranteed a team if they can get the funding, a stadium, all that good stuff, which goes into that. Um, but I wanted to see what are 
if you guys could name two two cities, and this was planning that Oakland is already in Vegas. What are two cities that you could see getting an MLB team? I almost said NBA. Um, you gotta think of other cities that have like one or two sports. Utah, the other right? Like, doesn't Utah, Utah want one? Uh, I saw Salt Lake like City on the list. Oklahoma City, like maybe with under they get. I feel like that they would get be a, a cool fan base over there. Um, you could always stick. I was out thinking in Texas or Florida. Carolina is I, there a Carolina team? I was thinking that's what I was thinking. Mackie, Charlotte or Raleigh, anywhere in North Carolina. Are there no North Carolina or South Carolina baseball teams. No, there's no Carolina. Whatever. Wow. Because there's the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta, the Carolina Atlanta Hurricanes, the Charlotte Hornets. Carolina. The only thing they're missing is baseball. Carolina should should definitely uh definitely get a sports or an MLB team. Um I think Salt yeah, Lake City probably or Utah. Definitely. People are saying Montreal get does Montreal get their team back? I don't see oh, that another happening. Canadian team? No, that's yeah. not happening either. A Mex- I'd see a me- team in Mexico before I saw a team in They said like, Mexico City. They said uh they said it would go to Mexico City. Really? That's an option. Yeah, you can't. You yeah, can't. It's, it's, I wouldn't it's be surprised. Too, they were already playing games native. there last year, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's it's too native. Like like the, like Toronto is like the USA of the North. Like Montreal is like I feel like the reason it didn't work is because it's French. Can't like it's it's French. Yeah, but if you go if you go see some of these around these stadiums, stadiums, I didn't even realize that. That's funny. Yeah, but Matthew, <laughs> these, these stadiums like the the San Diego Padres the. The Houston Astros, where they play around the areas, not not too far off from there. Yeah, but it's America. You go to Mexico City, it's like, like, it, it's just. You'd be surprised though. I mean, they've been expanding that there for a reason. There, they've been playing a lot. I'd of be games shocked if they surprised. truly set up house in Mexico. I would. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I would be surprised if they said. I don't know if there's too many other the markets. Like you don't, you think those Carolina markets? Oh, there's definitely a market for it. There's definitely a market yeah. for it in, in Carolina. I'm just saying what sure, it adds yeah. in far in like in terms of the economic difference of adding another country into the mix. Like you already got. And Canada. think about like teams. Think about they teams have having to go down to Mexico. Like teams already go to Canada. Yeah, but it, it's it's not it's not Canada. It's Toronto. It's USA. Canada. Like it doesn't count. Toronto's the most U.S. Toronto's a more U.S. city. No, than I get, Washington. I get, I get your take. I Seattle. don't think it's that far off, though. I don't think it's you know as far fetched think- as you guys think. Like, here's how I'm thinking about it. Like, for if you're on the Toronto Blue Jays, every single road trip you take, you're going to a different country. Like, you know how much more every annoying their one. travel has to be. Like, every single one, yeah. At least I'm in the sure area, it's, simple, it's super simplified because it's the Toronto Blue Jays. They get paid a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, like, they're good. Exactly. You know what think I mean? How easy it is the NHL to travel back and forth between countries, probably. Yeah, but like I'm saying, that's the thing is like Ed, there's a chance Edmonton can play Calgary or Ottawa or Montreal, Toronto. There's a lot of you know what six or seven teams in Canada in hockey, and they do, they do it, they like they do that, they do play all those teams. When do they? Now, when so do they, they project? When do they project exactly. to get two more teams in the MLB? They what? said what is it, 2024? I think 2026 they want to add two teams. Oh, I don't think that happens. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Nashville, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go with Charlotte. I do like that. Slash just Carolina. Carolina. Mackie, that's what I said. Just Because Car- yeah. you know they wouldn't be called the Charlotte Hornets, like what they are. It's the Carolina, whatever. Yeah. You think it would that's definitely be Nashville. It wouldn't be like Memphis. Like they'd go in Nashville. You think they're trying to build it up but with that new, with that new, uh, Titan that new baseball, going on? Titan Stadium, yeah. baseball stadium, just do it all at once kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Like, I don't know. That, I also Utah's think that's why Nashville, got money. like, Nashville had, in that, the, Owner of the Utah Jazz is ready to buy the Coyotes and bring them to Salt Lake. Did yeah, you see I that? saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be interesting. Well, Huff, we got that MLB around the horn on our card here. I think we'll get that going more so in the coming weeks as we get closer to the season. 
Um, but like you said, spring training, not too far away, just around the corner. There's still a lot of good free agents out there as well. We were talking about Otani and that nasty scar he has um, hitting the home run in his first live BP. I got he looks see, like he's like, having way too much fun in LA. I'm scared. Like I say in LA, like he wasn't in LA He's like before. Mookie Betts. He's, Look at him. Everybody's there. He's, he's having like, too much fun in that clubhouse. That team is going to be oh, so scary this year. They're winning a World Series. Do we lock in yeah. a future on that? There's plus 330. How do you take that future? You know, because it's going to get, it's only going to get lower. I agree. It's only, yeah. It, as soon as they win, they, like they how start many the times season this year, Becky, or... how many times this year do you think you'll see over plus whatever it starts the season at? With what? The, the Dodgers to win the World Series. Like, do you think their odds ever drop? I don't think they ever get cold like that. I don't know. They definitely don't drop. You're going to see like plus 180 by the end of the season because they're going to have 117 wins. Yeah. Like, I like the best season. Though, I, you know, I like Otani oh. to have the most home runs in the season. Reason being, he has no other priorities. He hits this around year. everybody he, else too. He can't pitch. He's just going to be hitting. And you know, he just got paid that all that money. He's gonna he's gonna want to live up to it. I think he I think he breaks this year. Imagine that lineup, dude. You got Mookie Betts on base with Shohei Otani on uh, up or on the on deck circle. You can't pitch around anybody because the top five batters can all do whatever. One of the, the best hitting catchers in the league too. Like their depth is good. They brought back Kirsch. They have so many. You know what's crazy? They have so many big prospects coming up to pitch for them this year, too. And they already have guys. Walker Bueller's coming back to pitch for them, too. They're in the talks to get Kenley Jansen back, if not another great closer in the MLB. They're going to keep adding to You know, they're buying two more guys. Like, like, they're not done. Yeah. No. That team's going for it this year. I think they're going to get it. But that, it, that league's going to be exciting to watch and follow. I like watching more of the Cinderella stories and closer matchups in the MLB as it gets going. Um, pretty competitive league, so. We'll have to get going. I've I've seen a lot of pitchers warm up. Though. I was watching that young guy Yuri Perez for the Marlins throwing the other day. That guy's going to be good. But excited for he was good last thing. year. I remember we were taking him every time he started until he went on that cold streak or got hurt. What was yep. it? Got hurt. Or he got no, sent they, down. They sent him down. They sent him down. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get hurt. They sent him down just because he was so young. They didn't want to eat his innings. But um, yeah, he's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. All right, yeah, and then real quick, we'll just jump into this. The College Football Playoff Committee officially released their top five and seven through 12 format for the new playoff uh, format coming this season. Um, do we think this is going to kind of have an immediate impact sooner than later, later than sooner? How do you think, like, for example, March Madness, we've seen a 16 seed beat a one. We've seen a, a 12 seed beat a oh, five definitely. every year. Definitely. Well, what's the lowest seed you see winning? Because, like, keep in mind, it's going to be Michigan, Ohio State, fucking all the big dogs at the top. Well, no, because the top top five teams is conference be winners. Conference, conference winners. winners. So you could so, see. Oh, you could see a low. You could see. Yeah, sure you could see Alabama and Georgia have twelve and 0, 11 and one seasons, and then and Alabama's the nine seed. Yeah, seven yeah, seed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what's going to happen now too? The good teams are going to get misseeded, and they're going to give other teams their true seeding. Because you know how they had to front load it before to make sure they got into the playoffs, so they might not have actually been the four, but because we want to see this team there. Now they can be like, oh, Georgia's still in, but now they're only in 11. Yeah. But it's like they're not in 11. Yeah. We know they're not. You know? I know what you're saying. They can just drop these teams down because they're still like, in the playoffs. Like basically preseason. Yeah. Like they love to put, like here, like they love to have Ohio State in the top five every year. I mean, they are, but they usually blow it at some point. But like that's a team where they can kind of anticipate, oh, is this an Ohio State national championship team or is this a three loss Ohio State team that we can preseason rank at nine instead of four? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right, right, right. Like they can misseed things a lot more with flexibility now. 
That's how you give. That people is a good respect. point. I'm interested. That's a good point to bring up because I and wonder. Are they going to? Are they going to be really setting up matchups too? Like I, I hope they don't. I know they're going to just for better TV ratings. What's going to be good matchups and how's it going to play out in the end too? Yeah, like so, if we can get gonna, Alabama Auburn in the first round, everyone wants to see the Iron Bowl for the playoff. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And then that means we can see Alabama and Georgia don't meet until like here if everything goes according to plan. And it's like And then really the national championship is all again it's Georgia versus Bama. Or, you know what I mean? The two teams yeah. that they wanted to get there in the 14 playoff, but cuz you know that's what they're rooting for. They don't want some Cinderella story to win week the first season cuz they're going to be like, "And this is why we didn't do this this many years ago cuz like we told yeah. you the top teams are still going to win." Like you guys can let Coastal or you guys can let Cincinnati into the 14 playoff. They're still going like to lose UCF undefeated. UCF isn't winning the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, exactly. Interesting. When they were claiming themselves as the national champions, that was. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Like, relax, relax. But no, it'll be it's fun okay, to watch. I'm excited to lane. watch it. It's already piquing my interest now. It's so far away and I'm not even a huge college sports guy like you it's, guys, but that's going to be exciting. It's a 10 time better format to look forward to. Like a lot of people, like I was telling Jesse, I'm like, you're a Penn State guy. Like there's, there's a good chance Penn State makes this the first year it happens. Not a good chance, but like they're always, they always end the season 10 to 12. I'm like, yeah, there's a good chance the you're hunt. the bottom seed in this playoff. Right. Like teams like Penn State, uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan, um, not Michigan, but like Penn Any State. Any of the Power Five schools that like hang Auburn, around. Yeah, that aren't top tier in the SEC. Ole like, Miss, like Auburn, Auburn. Yeah, LSU last year, like they suck. But a perfect example, a team that's good, not great, terrible defense. Are they one of those teams? It's like, that'd be a Washington, team that they'd want to see get in. They're a big name. Iowa. Yeah. Iowa, they yeah, can't score. Sure. Yeah, you imagine Iowa in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, you're going to teams like. My buddy, my my buddy made an Ole Miss future bet to win the national championship because you could see teams like that. They have a chance to run these teams that could be eleven or twelve seed that can just get in because, like, obviously last year an Ole Miss ticket was not going anywhere because they have no chance of winning the SEC. teams. Now you have these odds for these teams that are the eleven and twelve could just go on a quick run, make an upset or two, and then bam, they're in the national championship game. And uh, dude, it's the same format as the NFL now. It's the same format as the NFL before the NFL added the third wildcard team. Exact same. No, I don't think so. I think the top four teams get a bye. Yeah. But top you, four get a bye. You, five you know what I mean? Well. It's the same amount of games, basically, like in right, that right, format. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. what I meant. I didn't yeah, I mean, mean that's the same exact. That fifth, that fifth power five team that wins, that wins their conference is going to get snubbed and have to play and not get a first round bye. It's going to be a lot of controversy, too. I'm eager Here's to see how this pans out and everything and how everything goes down. How's that work with the Pac-12 having like three teams next year? You know what? I think it's only a Power Four now. So, top four team. Wait, no. I think it's I think it's top four. I think it's top four conference winners, and then the first ranked. That's I think it. I I could be wrong. They said five. They said five, and then seven through twelve. Yeah, and then seven through twelve. I don't know because Oregon State automatically the five seed. No, there's no way that they can do the Pac-12 being a Power 5 conference anymore. I mean, there's nobody in it. Nobody's exactly. in it. I'd say the Americans harder to win than the Pac-12. Like It's this year, right? Yeah. Everyone's gone from the Pac-12. Pac-12's done. Yeah, like the AAC is probably the ne- next best conference. Yeah. <laughs> or the fuck, even I like... I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I, seriously. Mountain West? Like, seriously, like... No you can argue those are just those are just as competitive as you know what I mean. The fucking whatever the Pac-12 is going to be in the coming years. Colorado's gone. All these teams are gone. Everyone's Who's it? Stan- yeah. I think Stanford stayed. 
Like, there's three teams. I think it's like Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. Like something like that. Stanford, five seed. There's no way that they can. I mean, those teams can go at five hundred max. Yeah, there's something that we're missing. That 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 five seed is something other than because the Pac-12, like you said, Pac-12 can't be considered power five. Right. No way. But, we'll look into that and get back to it next episode. Yeah, we'll 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 mention that next week. But that's about all we got this week. Anything else you guys want to throw in? No, no not much. It was a good one. Yeah, that's about all I got. Uh, Thanks for listening. Basketball bets. Yeah, hopefully, what's Indiana's on it? I'm watching Duke right now. They're up eleven to seven early. Eight thirty. Okay. I also took Xavier, so I got both of my games at eight eight thirty. So. All right, well, I think that's going to do it. We'll see you guys, what, Saturday, Sunday for the live stream for college basketball. Next week for the podcast, typical schedule. Stay tuned to the social media. Make sure you're not missing any of the plays. Got two, two NHL plays out tonight, one college basketball play out tonight. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, this uh, those plays will already be uh, determined. Uh, so make sure you're staying tuned to our social media so you're not missing any plays. Turn those post notifications on Twitter, Instagram, getting all our plays out daily. Uh, whenever we have them. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Sounds like a guy on a plane reading the uh, warning right there. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your arms inside the cabin. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) All that trick though. All that trick though. All right. Yeah. But that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.